Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. My name is Mark Francis, and I'm again your host for today. But you know, we have a couple people here. One particular person I'm excited about introducing. But before we get to these people, I just want to give you a quick recap. And we have been engaged in a series here in this Fellowship family uh, channel where the last couple episodes during the course of this year, we've been engaged in finding out where was God in 2020. And it's been exciting to see that even in some of these behind the scenes ministries and amidst COVID and amidst a pandemic and amidst a shutdown, that God was still working, ministry was still happening, lives are still being changed. And this is no different for our conversation today. With me over to my left, you're, you're right watching at home, Emma Color. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good to meet you. And I've heard your name before, and I'm excited to hear your story and how you got a chance to come to FBC and what ministry you're a part of. Over here on my other side, I have Caleb Pearson. Boring. <laughs> Caleb Pearson. That name does ring a bell. I'm just glad I'm not hosting. You are not hosting. <laughs> exciting. You are in yeah. the hot seat. I'm so glad to Get be here with Emma. This is, this is fun. <laughs> and I'll just dive right into it because as far as the reason of why the two of you guys are here, the common interest that you have is young adult ministry. And I'm excited to look forward to hearing what God has done, how it all kickstarted here. Because young adults, it's nothing new. I mean, everyone goes through their phase of being a young adult, right? right? And with our church, FBC, being 40 years old, at some point in time, there have always been young adults, mm -hmm. but the adults get older and all of a sudden they phase out. So I want to hear what's going on with this season of young adults. So Emma, I'm going to start with you because, um, you know, we do know Caleb s somewhat significantly, yeah. but I want to hear your Yeah, <laughs> I want to hear your story of how you came to find Fellowship Bible Church as a young adult, even. Yeah, yeah, so that's a great question. So I grew up um, in Woodstock, Virginia, so about 30 miles south of here, but I attended a school at SVCA when that was open. Um, went away to college, came back home, and during that whole time, my home church was down in Woodstock, Virginia, and mm -hmm. it was a fantastic church, um, but there wasn't, there was a youth group, and then there was just regular adult ministry. There wasn't any young adults um, mm -hmm. A really big program at that church. So I mean, I, were there a lot of young adults living in Woodstock? I mean, that's that's one were, key question. Yeah, and they were mostly young families, so it was more family <laughs> right. ministry right. as opposed to yep. uh, young adults. So um, grew up down there, went away to college, and when I came back home, it was actually my mom who suggested. She's like, I think you need to go up to Winchester. You know, you're back home. Um, your friend group has moved out and done different things. So it's uh, I think fellowship would be a good fit for you. And hmm. honestly. It has. I can't tell you how much the Lord has just used this church to really grow my relationship with Him and just bring me into community with so many So what year was that? When did you first start coming? 2017. Okay. Yes. So just a few years ago. And, and, and when you started coming, I'm sure you attended the church services and you're kind of filtering around looking big like, all right, are there people around here that are my same, my same age? Right. How did you get plugged in? Yeah, so um, I started, I went a couple times, there was the Young Adult Sunday School, um, so I went a couple times to that, and actually that's where I met Anna Carlson, Caleb's fiance, um, and we just connected and have been really good friends ever since. I got involved with a Bible study with Shelly hmm. Mead and Susan Dreyer, did hmm. that for a couple of years. And, and they're not in the Young Adult category. Correct. Yeah, so Correct. you got a chance to have some cross-generational yes. discipleship. Yes, yep, so that, and then one of... Um, and then I heard about Keystone through a friend uh, for the first time. Her, her name was Katie Payton. She used to come here. Mm -hmm. And she reached out and said, hey, I've heard there's this young adult ministry starting. Would you be interested in coming? Um, and so I came the very first night, and I've been coming ever since. Neat. Well, Caleb, we know your story. Growing up at the church, 
family, siblings, everything, yada, yada, you know. Yeah. You're going to sound like Mark Carey. Oh, I was back uh, in the old days. Back when I was, you know, got saved us five years old and, you know, all this good stuff. (laughs) Well, I was actually four. Oh, even better. But uh, no. You can one up and Yeah, so been here the whole time, right? I'm I'm on staff. And anyway, when I was finishing up my internship, there was this, if you ever wanted to do young adult ministry, go for it. And at that point, I wanted it for myself. They said FBC leadership said that to you. FBC leadership said it. Yeah, but it it wasn't like, they weren't policing it. It wasn't my job, but they were like, if you ever wanted to do it, you know, you have our blessing, go for it, use the building, whatever. And I needed it at that point. Mm -hmm. And so just a, a very quick story about how Keystone started. I texted two buddies and was like, hey, I'm really interested in starting this up. I have the freedom in, in my time and schedule to do it. Would you be willing to meet me at the, the church and pray over starting young adult ministry? Hmm. That Wait, night- When was this? This was ago. February of 2018. Okay. So, so Keystone is, is starting its third year this week. We have a two-year anniversary celebration this week. Um, so I texted two of my buddies. We're going to meet, and we're just going to talk through what it could look like. And that night, 33 people showed up. <laughs> from, the, from the two people texting? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and even hearing her That is a God say, thing. Even hearing her say, Katie said there was this thing, let's, like, that gives me goosebumps, because I'm like, at that point, I got no clue who Katie is. I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> and, and then, you know, one of them walks in, who's my future fiance, so I was overwhelmed mm-hmm. by what the Lord was doing. But, so, so we launched, and it, it continued to grow very quickly. There was this need. It was like the moment there was interest, everybody was so curious about it. And so, the, the group has continued to grow, and we're stepping into our third year, and it's been a lot of fun. Neat. So did you have a similar experience just kind of walking into Keystone, Emma, and, and saying, wow, I feel like I do fit in here? Yes. Um, I was just like, I've been attending the church for a while and just like, oh, my goodness, there are so many young adults. Like, I've never seen them uh, in the services as much. So, yeah, I just it felt like a fit. Yeah. And right I think away. because of that, all these different services, you know, it's very easy to be, oh, I'm the 1045 crew. I'm the 9 a.m. crew. I go to FSAT. We were all over the place, come to find right. out, all these young adults. Um, and so to really come together and be like, oh, wow, now FBC has something organized I can go to. That is ours. Hmm. It's not something we're attending that is for uh, the masses or for a different demographic. We can own this thing. It could be, mm-hmm. it's ours. Uh, and that, that people have really embraced that. So give us a picture of what that looks like. You know, I think you guys meet on Thursday nights. Yes. And, and pre-COVID, I just mm-hmm. right. talk from that standpoint. You know, there's, there's always a, a fear of, oh, you're going to become your own little niche group and, and huddle amongst yourselves and become your own little church and you're doing your own thing. How do you see young adult ministry really growing and thriving here within the context of the big church at, as a whole? Yeah, and I'll, you know, I'm happy to throw it your way, Emma, here too. But right off the bat, the, the, the purpose there was to embolden a God-centered community of young adults built upon word, worship, and witness. So it, it grows up, it grows right away. People are interested. I just, I, I, ha- I reached out to a few people to kind of form a leadership team of which Emma's been a huge help with. And whatever we're doing as a ministry, let's organize it, let's provide it and offer it and have it serve either word, worship, or witness. So whatever we're doing, it's going to be about that community, about worshiping God, or about just studying the Bible. Hmm. So we have embraced Thursday nights from 7.30 to 9, and that's been wonderful. That was actually the biggest stressor at the beginning. It was like, when during the week are we going to do this? When's the best time? FBC has a billion things going on. People's schedules are all over the place. So Thursday nights from 730 is is Keystone at FBC. And word started to spread. I mean, if if you were to search young adult ministry in the Winchester area, two things pop up. Multiple people have told me FBC, Keystone, and Front Royal Young Life. Hmm. That's it. 
Hmm. Um, no other young adult ministry in a, in a church is, is really out there to the point where people can find it. And so mm-hmm. that's been awesome for people to find. The weekly Bible study on a Thursday night is, is basically half of our efforts. The other half of our efforts is event planning and community building outside of Thursday yeah. nights. So, doing something together to, to oh, build a yeah. bond. If you're not doing life alongside each other, there will be fatigue. There will be frustration with the, with the Bible study element. We want to see that scripture come to life. And so... Yeah. That's something we've been doing. Emma, how do you see Keystone fitting in with the bigger body of FBC? I mean, you mentioned the mm-hmm. discipleship group that you're a part of. Mm-hmm. You know, what else do you see um, happening there in the church with yeah. Keystone and young adults? Yeah, so that's a great question. So something that I think, and we're this is what we're looking forward to in 2021, is making Keystone more of a launching pad um, for young adults to get involved in other church ministries. Because, you know, you go up through high school and you're with your age group mm-hmm. and now you're with college students. So I think our goal is to become that launch pad to be like, this, here's a place where we can all come together, but we can also go join and do these other ministries, um, you know, with other people and get to know other members of the church. And so I think a way that we do that is a lot of us serve Sunday morning. We're part of the mm-hmm. greeting, the door holding team mm-hmm. um, and just different events with uh, follow the star that we've mm-hmm. been a part of. Um, and just wherever there's a need, we're a very willing community. Um, so I think part of our struggle is finding to know what is the need and how can we meet it? Because again, we're very willing. And that's yep. something you and I have even talked about, just yep. the awareness of needs in the church and, and even yep. the Sunday morning thing that Emma mentioned, exposure to anybody visiting. Mm-hmm. Wow, there are young adults here Yeah, because it's very easy to come in, you know, sit in the back and then leave and nobody is none the wiser you're even there. Mm-hmm. So to have people like us that are that are holding doors open or this, that and the other, it starts to... I've seen ears perk up hmm. when young people are coming with their, their mom or grandma and they're like, oh, there's somebody like me. Yeah. Uh, and, and another thing with, with me being on staff with youth, now there's this, there's this pool of, of high school graduates that I can immediately extend an invite to. Mm-hmm. And that's been incredible because when I started here, there, there was that accidental culture of you've graduated, we'll see you on Christmas break. Yeah. That's, that's what we do. That's what we think. Yeah. It's, it's easy for that to happen. So now there's this ministry. I don't care where you go to school. I would love it if you happen to stay in town and go to LCC. Right. That's incredible. Yep. Here is a ministry you can get plugged into. And it's ours. Hmm. We, we, we can serve on the weekends with these other ministries, but we can come together on a Thursday night and, and you can meet people to do life alongside. With a common interest, mm-hmm. common age, yeah, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, yeah. just the, the have that thread yeah. of saying, yeah, we have those purposes. Well, I'm excited to hear a little bit about this because I, I do believe that it is kind of a little behind the scenes, behind the curtain a little bit. And, you know, you see young adults and, okay, where are they getting plugged in? It's exciting to know that there is connection happening. Yeah. Paint a picture of last year. You know, we all know what happened in 2020, so we don't want to get into the gory details yeah, of it. I, I don't think I have enough paint. Yeah, uh, but but just from your ministry perspective, sure. what challenges really occurred, um, and then where did you see God show up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me personally, I, I felt like right where we, we were on the cusp of knowing what we are, knowing what our long-term trajectory can be year over year. We, mm-hmm. I, I have an idea of what a calendar can look like because we were a year and a half in when COVID hit, and, and mm-hmm. so to speak. And so for all that to hit, I was like, oh my goodness, what in the world are we going to be able to do? And so at, at the beginning, it was just the bare minimal. What, mm-hmm. what can we get away with doing? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so we would meet outside in the pavilion. We would spread out. We would... We would have lunches in parking lots. Um, we would find nice. ways to get together. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, again, huge props to the FBC elders and finding a way for all these ministries to function mm-hmm. and use the church in a safe way. Yeah. Now, I mean, Emma can speak to too, but we're into a routine where we know how long it takes us to clean, where to meet, what to do, what we're able to do. And it's been, 
it's been encouraging, but we're excited for when, if COVID can come down at the very same time FBC is giving us more exposure, like even this podcast now for Keystone, a lot mm-hmm. of people don't know yep. that we're thriving in the basement on Thursday nights. <laughs> you know? That sounds weird. Thriving in the basement <laughs> the on base Thursday of the church. nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, we, we, we meet in the basement of this building. Half the people coming to Keystone wouldn't even necessarily identify FBC as their home church quite yet, or they're just visiting. So Keystone has been a pipeline for people to know the church. Mm -hmm. And so we're excited for that to come back the other way. And that's kind of what you said, Emma, Mm -hmm. uh, of that it's, it's this pipeline. uh, I don't think you use that word, but uh, you kind of look at it as a a big, big funnel. How Mm -hmm. can we outreach to people our age, whether it be going to the gym or coffee shop or school together and Mm -hmm. and say, Hey, here's a place that we can congregate. Yeah. So give me some of your picture of the challenges that occurred and, Mm -hmm. and and maybe if there's a story of where you really saw God show up. Yeah. So the challenge again, basically what Caleb said was connecting. Um, It was just really difficult because we wanted to be safe and we wanted to be respectful, but we Mm -hmm. wanted to also be together in the same room. We tried Zoom a few times and it worked and it was nice to see everyone's face on the computer. Mm -hmm. But by that point, we're all Zooming for school and work. And so (laughs) we were just we were just tired of it. And so we were able to start meeting outside. And I think that was huge. Um, And when I thought back to last year, especially from the summer on, we had more people come to Keystone who had no connection to anybody at Keystone. Um, I think specifically of a girl named Adriana. She'd been coming to the church for about, oh, I think a year before when she graduated from JMU and the pandemic hit and she just realized how she didn't have any community. And so she found Keystone on the website. She reached out to you and she just showed up and she's just become such an integral part of mm-hmm. our ministry. Mm-hmm. And there are other stories like that. She's not the only one. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's really cool that it, stop being just bring your friends but other people just showed up to the ministry who had no previous connection and i think covid did that because mm-hmm. we had more and more people i had one to two uh communication cards every sunday from mm-hmm. an adult mm-hmm. saying is there something yeah and then i'd also have three two to three a month just go through the website and find us so mm-hmm. so they they were like i need to get plugged yeah. in i see the name of it and where you meet you know tell me what i need to know so that was encouraging because i think covid put a lot of people in that mm-hmm existential crisis of community who who who, how can i get through this who can i lean on um and 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 also just ultimately the pursuit of understanding about god and all that stuff too so it it was a year of challenges but but we see god in it we i brought it we brought a prop emma do you want to explain it can i show it is that okay you can leave leave the scene come back and as (laughs) as as you're going to do that you know it makes me think that this has been a constant theme amongst COVID and amongst where we've seen God show up mm-hmm. in our church, but also in our community and in the world, uh, the need for relationships mm-hmm. and, and the desire to, to connect with each other from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. And, and I really know that, that God is working even, it, it brings that need more to a forefront, I mm-hmm. believe. You know, you can, you can get, you know, happy just kind of sitting there and just in your own little bubble. Mm-hmm. But when you do that for an extended period of time, like, right, man. Yeah, I need some more people around. <laughs> and and okay, I'm not a young adult anymore. I get that. I've graduated from young adulthood, but I, I do know that that is a, a common thread for people in their twenties. Just the relationship. Oh, for sure. Build. And it's it's so transient. It's yeah. fluid. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, we are always adapting. We are always trying to invite, and mm-hmm. we're we're trying to make sure the core is not going to age out together. We want that right. turnover, and that's yeah. something our team. All right, what you put in front of us now yeah. here, Emma? I'll let you explain it. You're going to be better at it than I am. But yeah. So this is something that, um, like, uh, you and I had talked before the podcast about um, Mark Carey's sermon. Uh, 
where was God in 2020. Yeah, right. And so this project is something that Keystone was, we just felt like God laid on our heart after that sermon was to write down and say, okay, where did we see God show up mm. in 2020? And then we wanted to create this mosaic, this word hope, because that way we can go back and remember, because we'd be naive to think 2021 is going to be a breeze. And so we wanted something physical to look back. I mean, we have the word of God, but we can also say, look how God showed up for us last year. And so we have now this piece of art that we're going to have it every Thursday just to remember, Hmm. hey, look what God did for us. That's cool. So tell me, for those that aren't watching at home, Mm -hmm. give us some descriptions of what that looks like. What does that mosaic say? Yeah. Just hope. So the mosaic is filled with members of Keystone. They wrote down just different things that they are thankful for, for God in 2020, ways that they saw him move. Um, and so we just assembled it to this word hope. And so we used yellow and blue to just really stand out. And we wanted it to grab your eye so we can always remember, hey, God still shows up even when it seems like the world is falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. It was, Emma had a great idea for it. I mean, it started as an exercise of let's look back and think, okay, God, we, because of your character, we know you were there. Mm-hmm. We know you were working. What if we can all put that to, I mean, sometimes it takes somebody else's story to awaken us to mm-hmm. how good God is. So let's, mm-hmm. let's do that together. Let's put it all together and Bless Emma's heart, too, because she's helped plan so many events that have gotten canceled over the last few months. Right. And it's just hard to plan things and mm-hmm. to really intentionally find something that to make memories together. So this, this mosaic of hope mm-hmm. is going to allow us to look back in appreciation, but also look forward with, with hope mm-hmm. and, and understand, okay, God, you brought us through that. And that's so biblical. You know, going right. back and looking at the faithfulness of God, looking at his promises, looking at his character and say, mm-hmm. yes, you were faithful and true pre-COVID mm-hmm. for me, and here's all the things mm-hmm. you did. During COVID, I know that you're faithful, and I can then put my trust in you looking forward to 2021, knowing that whatever might come, unexpected or expected, we know that you're still faithful. Mm-hmm. And, and I love putting it to art. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. What, what impacted you personally? Because I want to hear, I mean, you kind of shared the stories, the bigger you know, macro scale of what happened at Keystone. But mm-hmm. Emma, I'll start with you. What personally did God speak to you during 2020? Mm. Yeah, so I learned a lot. I say that 2020 is a year I grew. It wasn't a fun year, but it was definitely a year of growth. And I think um, what I learned really was the importance, the need for community. I felt um, I definitely in March and April before we were able to meet again, just that absence. And I just realized how important that was to me. But I also I felt a little too shaken. And I realized I had put emphasis on that when I should have put emphasis on my relationship with God. And the great thing about Keystone is being able to be honest with, hey, this is a struggle I have. And knowing that people are there to pray for me and to talk that through with me and understanding um, that my relationship with God has to be the priority in order Hmm. for my relationship with people for this community to be what it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's great. I mean, not putting your own needs of, I really need community to be mm-hmm. the forefront. God is right. the forefront. His right. word is, and then those things fall into place. Mm-hmm. Caleb, I know 2020 was a big year for you. You got engaged. Oh, yeah. That's, 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 that was on my list. That, was it on your, it, that was it, on it, your it, list, it was, New Year's it, resolution, it I'm going to get engaged 2020. <laughs> yeah. So, But what did God show you during the season of this pandemic? Yeah, I mean, I, there, were, there were three very specific practical blessings of of starting my career here at FBC, I was able to purchase a home and get engaged all within the first month of, of the virus. So mm-hmm. for me, I was in this weird, like, I know things are going crazy, but I, the Lord is very clearly showing me, I am preparing you for your future, regardless of the present. And I, it, there was something exciting about that. 
The other things that were happening was just the, over the year and the, the challenges of, of planning the young adult ministry stuff with, with, the, with COVID and everything was I was heartwarmed by peers around me help, helping it happen. It wasn't that right when it started. It was, you know, only me and, and, and I had to do it. But mm-hmm. for all of us and, and even new people that show up now are like embracing it mm-hmm. and yeah. I see things happen and I hear conversations happen and all these different things mm-hmm. that are being formed. And I'm like, this is incredible because I'm being served. So, so for me, the big, one of the biggest blessings, and I know Hannah would agree with this, is we were served by, by the church and by mm-hmm. Keystone, by our, the, our friends, these peers. Um, even before the, the quarantine and lockdown, there, there wasn't a lot of peer interaction. Mm-hmm. Hannah and I were so curious yeah. about what our support system, what our non-parental peer, you know, accountability group is going right. to be in right. this church. And so to find that, and now we're all just, you know, obviously so tired of the, of the, the rules and regulations of COVID, but mm-hmm. we feel like it's that launching pad that Emma's mm-hmm. speaking to. And yeah. logistically for the church a launching pad for the future of FBC. And, you know, it's no secret that, that many people are aging and there's going to be a future generation of leaders. The idea that there's almost an applicant pool of people that can start to take on responsibility and be shepherded in Follow the Star, or in that ministry, or in serving is really cool to see. Well, it's a good, it's a good segue. Paint a picture for me, really, of what you can anticipate here in this next coming year, especially for Keystone. Yeah. yeah. Emma, go. So I think... Um, like we said, 2020 was a year that we really built relationship, really built yeah. community. Um, and I think now we're ready for that launching pad, that outreach of getting involved um, with the community. And I know something that's been really laying on our hearts is connecting with the college community at Shenandoah University. Mm-hmm. So um, we are definitely in prayer and talks about how we can go and bring those people into community and share the love of Jesus with Mm. that college community and mm. also working more to get involved with ministries here at the church. Um, specifically, um, Hannah and I both have talked at different times about getting involved somehow with the primetime ministry. They've lived a whole lot of life and they know so much and it would be so valuable uh, for us to be able to connect with them. COVID of course doesn't help that at all. So just looking to how can we interact with them yeah. safely and, you know, bridge that generation. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's that's one thing we've noticed is is because it took off the, the way it did is incredible. But now you know we're excited for the the line to blur between FBC and and Keystone Young Adult Ministry. We mm-hmm. we're excited for more resources to resource each other back and forth. And mm-hmm. even one thing we've been doing is over the last six months, um, every single pastor on staff has been agreeing to come speak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's been incredible. Um, the, the pastors and their wives are coming, sharing their personal testimony, and just encouraging us to stay plugged in and in, in the need of a local church. And then they're just also saying, here are some service opportunities within our ministry. Here's what we do throughout the week. Here's what you guys can can lean on uh, and expect from, from our area of the church. And so it's so awesome to see somebody who right away just checked out Young Adult Ministry for the first time, and they're leaving with a copy of Annette McManigal's book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. Um, that, 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 that is, is now the way at which the ministry is working. And so what, what I anticipate is the same very thing that, that I hope for. And that's just further assimilation back, back and forth, more, more talks with pastors, more talks about people that are coming to Keystone. How can we capitalize on their willingness to, to come and grow them into discipleship mm-hmm. and leadership? Yeah. It's like I said, great pipeline, great big wide end of the funnel, bringing them down into discipleship yes. is, is 
what I'm reminded of, and I'm pulling this up just to read this sure. specifically, because mm-hmm. last fall when we celebrated the 40th anniversary at FBC, mm-hmm. the elders launched what they called the next 40. Over the next 40 years, what are we all going to be about? And we know there's the core values here at FBC and the mission mm-hmm. statement. If you're any affiliation with FBC, you've heard those over the years. Mm-hmm. But these four P's, I'll describe to you because what you're saying with what Keystone is doing is embodying these four P's. Mm. First of all, prepare new leaders. You're developing new leaders there at Keystone. Second, participate in disciple making. You're engaging with each other from that standpoint. Third, pass the torch. You are passing it on yourselves and you are having the torch being passed on to with the pastors mm-hmm. coming in, participating with you guys. And then the fourth, prioritizing the body. And that's your acts of service and being connected. So those four P's are being um, embodied and exemplified in Keystone. And I love that. And for all you people listening, watching, elders included, look to Keystone. You guys are, are, are taking on these next 40 years because you are the future leaders. You are the next generation. And, and how can we involve more people into Keystone, more people in FBC who are from the community to, to reach out to their world and say, hey, come learn more about Christ. You know, sure. Who is he and what is he doing in your life? Yeah. And, and just to reiterate that there, there's a statute of limitations on my statement of it's our ministry because one day it won't be. Right. <laughs> uh, so, so for it to be FBC's young adult ministry, <clears throat> I, I am already praying and, and trying to intentionally pursue people to disciple, to, to, to give talks on Thursday nights because it's 18 to 29 years old. Yeah. A, there's a natural discipleship within the ministry that we value of if you're, if you're 25 to 29 our expectation is to, to lean on you a little bit more and, and pursue discipleship from you towards 18 to 22-year-olds within yep. the ministry. I am living proof of that. So There you go. That's right. 20 years ago, there's connection. Connection was the young adult ministry. It was from that age group. You phase out. Then the next group came along. Their cornerstone, that was their name, cornerstone, and mm-hmm. now is Keystone. And so living proof of kind of the funnel of bringing people in, young adults getting plugged in mm-hmm. and Yes. I mean, I am still passionate for young adults personally, oh, absolutely. but I'm not, I'm not attending Keystone. And, right. and so, but how can we continue to stay connected to where there is that passing of the torch? That's, yeah. I love it. That's great. Yeah. And that, that's my encouragement to, to anybody listening, um, a, to just give you awareness of the ministry and, and the fact that it's incredible. Like it's mm-hmm. thriving. It's exciting. Yeah. It, it's there. Um, if there's somebody on your heart that's 18 to 29, if you don't fall in that demographic yourself, please consider that as an option. You can go to the website, Keystone Young Adults of Fellowship. We're on social media everywhere and um, reach out to, to me personally. You can find my contact info on the website. Cause and we you, love could be, the, you could be listening to and be like, man, I've always... I mean, sound like an old person now, but what are those young adults doing now? I, I would hate to be living you know, as a young adult and single in today's world and society, but man, this is, this is exciting. This yeah. is fun yeah. to say, you know, God is at work. He is doing really good things. People are getting connected, discipled, and you guys are living it out. So thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Emma, Caleb, and all of you watching and listening, continue to stay connected to our episodes each and every week. Right now, we're putting things out there for you of where was God in 2020. Put in, you know, your requests. Also, we'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Go to the show notes, fbcva.life slash podcast. There's the Sermon Spotlight. There is also the Global Church podcasts that are out there, along with this one here at Fellowship Family at FBC. So continue to stay connected. Thank you for watching and listening. And until we chat again, let's let Christ be the focus of our lives each and every day. <laughs>